This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hi, Liz. You have been uh, very busy, according to uh, Facebook and social media posts. What's all that you're working on and uh, with your engine uh, business? Yeah, that's working on my engine, getting all the accessories put back on it. And in order to do that, you have to clean them off and bead blast them and soda blast them. So I was doing some fun stuff like that, and uh, that's, that's been a good, fun project. Excellent, excellent. And I'm sure you, uh, safety first when you're using all that uh, equipment? Say that again, Liz? Safety first when you're using all that equipment? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I should have got a picture of myself, but I was covered head to toe in, in safety gear. I had a big visor on on my face and a, a big, thick rubber apron on and big boots. <laughs> I looked goofy. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, you know, another thing we are reminded right now about safety is we're still we're getting eased into a more open economy, but we all still need to be extra careful with the COVID-19 virus and the CDC. Well, let's back up a little bit. Tuesday on Money Talks, we had someone from Edmonds. Uh, .com, the car dealership, or the car information website, and they talked about, they have an article on their webpage about keeping your car clean in this age of coronavirus. So we're, you can always listen to our show from Money Talks on the MPB public media app or on the webpage moneytalks.mpbonline.org or on their podcast. But the the Edmonds page talked about keeping your car clean from the corona virus and just to remind folks uh, number one everyone you know wash your hands as frequently as you can and and don't touch your face when you're out and around folks after you've not washed your hands but the the virus can be spread from when you talk or when you sneeze and you have droplets uh, come out from your mouth and it gets in the air and that can last a couple of hours. But then when it, the air touches surfaces and then that can last for multiple hours and multiple days. So that includes surfaces in your car. Um, you know, when we think about your car, it's a car, but it's made up of all kinds of different materials. What are some of the types of in materials that are on the inside of your car? You have rubber in there. You have plastic. You have metal. You have fabric. Uh, so many different types of materials in there that absorb things and get dirty and uh you know we we you and i talked about this and you know the cdc wants everybody to do their spring cleaning uh frequently so what are they suggesting uh, what should you use 
to get rid of this virus, you know, to move this virus out of your car? You can use disinfectant wipes just like you do on your doorknobs and everything at home, but that you can use those in the car. Same, same uh, stuff that you use at home and wipe down the interior everywhere that your hands touch on your displays, on your door handles and everything. Yeah, I think, um, uh, you know, wherever you are and as you're sitting and, you know, if you're talking or if someone's in your car, you know, the dashboard, I think, is kind of like a collect all. For, that's always where it's kind of germy anyway. Yeah, that gets really dirty. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we drive around uh, in our car with uh, one of those little pop-up cans of wipes. I think we also have a, a, a resealable package of wipes that, that we use. And, you know, how often, did, uh, what did the CDC say about how often folks needed to clean up? They recommended every day, and that makes sense because every day you're getting exposure if you're out and about or still going to work. And or you're exposed to people who are going out and getting out. So every day is what they recommend. So just wipe down everything, steering wheel, dashboard, buttons, door handles, your outside door handles, too, and uh, keep it clean. You bet. This morning we're talking about cleaning your car inside and out. If you have a question about cleaning your car or if you have a question about anything, Allison is here to help take your car uh, questions. We've got a call from Sharon in Mobile. Sharon, thank you so much for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Hello. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question today? Yes, I have a uh, 2008 Honda Accord, and it's making a high-pitched whining noise, humming noise as I drive. And I've got to drive about 500 miles to get somewhere. And I'm just wondering, where should I go to have that checked out? And what can they do to check that out? Well, what I recommend is always having a relationship with the independent shop. Uh, finding one that's where the the best case scenario is to find one where the actual mechanic owns the shop. Those are usually your best bet. And having them check that out um, with it whining like that, it could be something as simple as a power steering pump or it could be a bearing on the wheel. Um, So that's something that you want to get looked at. And that's what I recommend is, is uh, try to find a, a locally owned shop. Some of your bigger chains, I don't really trust them as much to to not uh, be a little bit greedy. But I like every independent shop I've dealt with pretty much has been really, really good. And they're trying to get repeat business, so they try to do a good job uh, to keep their maintain their business. So that's what I recommend. For that, there's a few different things that I I would check out if um, if it were me looking at it. So they'll be able to go through the the checklist, and I, I bet they find it pretty easy. A, a, a loud sound like that usually is pretty easy to find where it's at on the car. Okay, so since I don't know an independent shop, my I always have been running to the dealer, and they change people so often. Uh, 
I guess you don't happen to know one in Mobile or offhand, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't know one in, in yeah. Mobile. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. But um, maybe you could talk around or ask around and yeah. see if you can find a, a independent shop. Um, I will. Like I said, basically, I, I don't recommend going to the chain shops, the big chain okay. shops. Uh, yeah. I recommend going to locally owned, you know, Bob's Automotive or, or whatnot like that. And usually those are they're more, you, you get uh, a better relationship with them because you're usually talking directly to the mechanic who owns it. And that cuts out the middleman and some of the cost of working on your car. Unlike you know, a dealership or a chain dealership. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Th- Bye. Thanks, Sharon. We're glad that you have called in. Um, if you have a problem with your vehicle, Allison is here to steer you in the right direction. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. More about spring cleaning your car coming up next. Be sure to send us our emails, in your emails anytime, auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? We have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Now, if you want even more AutoCorrect, we do hope that you'll find our podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms for your smart devices. Now, here are the recalls for the week. Oh, here we go. Uh, Allison, uh, it's a McLaren. Uh, have uh, have, you, oh, have yes. you ever gotten to ride in one before? Have I? No. But do, do I want to? Boy, boy, do I want to. <laughs> All right. Well, but if uh, if someone has a 2016 to 2020 McLaren GT Sienna 50, uh, 570 GT or 720S, there's a foam pad underneath the fuel tank that's causing some trouble. If you have a Mercedes AMG GT, the emergency call system communication module may be missing the wiring harness ground line. The dealer will repair that for you. 
And if you have our Mercedes-Benz GLE class, the wiring harness under the seat may have a problem and the dealer will inspect and replace as necessary. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration website, nhtsa.gov slash recall and inputting your VIN number. Um, one last thing about the cleaning with the, about the coronavirus in your car, uh, I've heard, you know, folks need to be careful at the gas pump. Is that right, Allison? Yes, they do. Lots of people use them. Uh, if you can, wipe it down or use or wear gloves before you pump your gas. Right. And okay. if you're uh, particularly meticulous about the inside of your car, remember if you are using a harsh chemical on things like leather or I don't know if they have even have real wood still in cars, but you might need to follow that up with some kind of leather conditioner or some kind of uh, extra nice be nice to your wood so that all these disinfectants don't uh i know on some of your high-end cars they do actually use wood trim still on some must be nice (laughs) yeah it it definitely looks nice okay let's go to curtis who's calling on the road curtis be extra careful but we're so glad you've called in to autocorrect uh what's your comment or question Yes, I have a 2009 Nissan Temper, and it's making a loud roaring noise as you drive to like 40, 45 miles an hour. And I looked up a, a video on YouTube, and they were saying it was something that was uh, on your tire, like where your, where your brakes and all that is. Uh, do you have a thought about that? Yes, I do. It sounds like you've got a bearing gone bad, and what you replace is the hub assembly that has the bearing inside of it. And that's how you fix that. So it sounds like a bearing. Usually they'll make a loud humming noise or like a whir sound at about 40, 45 miles per hour. And that's usually uh, a bearing has gone bad. And it's a, it's a little assembly that you place. It's actually not too terribly difficult to replace. Um, you don't have to press in the bearing or anything like that. It already comes in the hub assembly. So it's, it is something that, that you can do. Watch a video and do that or have a shop do it. It shouldn't cost a lot to have it repaired because it is it's pretty much you take the part out and, and put a new one in. Uh, the worst part is getting a hub bolt off, which is a big nut on there, and that's the hardest part. But other than that, it's just a pretty easy, pretty easy fix. If you don't fix it, you're, it, it could take a long time for it to mess up, but it could lock up the wheel and cause you some serious damage there if you were to wreck. So that's, that's what's more than likely is going on with your car. Okay. Okay, Dan. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Thank you, Curtis. We appreciate you for calling in. Uh, Allison, we have an email about uh, yours and mine's favorite car. Uh, Michael emailed in and says, Hi, my Dodge Caravan doesn't want to crank when it's wet outside. What's up with that? Wow. That's interesting. Um, something I've, I've heard of this on different vehicles before, and it usually has something to do with water getting into the air filter somehow or another. Uh, so maybe they need to replace their air filter. But other than that, I'm not sure what it could be. Um and I'm trying to think of the layout of the underside of the vehicle, but and if it also if I know it, that there is on the on the Dodge Grand Caravan, they do have a drain spout that goes over the top of the alternator that could be causing some problem there when it's raining. It's going on top of the alternator and causing it to act up. Um, so that could possibly be what's going on. They're going to have to look up under the hood and do a little digging and see where it's getting wet at up under there when it's raining is what I would suggest. Well, they also, uh, uh, he, 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 he goes on, uh, as a side note, too hot, too cold, and she's sluggish. Only when the temperature is nice, she'll get up and go like nothing. Very temperamental. It is a teenager at this point. <laughs> um, let's see something like that I'm I'm guessing this may be having to do with the air filter too for some reason I'm just pushing towards that but uh, with that being said when it's actually happening when it's too hot or, or too cold that's when I'd want to check out what's going on and see if you can further figure it out and that may be something as as simple as running a fuel pressure test which has to be done at a shop to, to diagnose it correctly. You can do it at home yourself but you have to know what the readings mean and what it's supposed to be reading and and that sort of thing. Um, so that would take some more diagnostics when the problem is actually happening to see what, what's going on. All right. Well, you know what? We are just about to get too too hot. <laughs> so, yep. the uh, uh, around the corner. Yeah, yeah. We, we've had the too cold and the too hot. We'll probably be here in about two weeks. Allison, um, for folks who uh, are really into cleaning their car, we did a great car cleaning show last May, May of 2019, but, uh, you know, you have to clean your car more than once a year. Um, Tell us about, uh, let's start from the ground up. How about those tires? How do you, uh, do you you need to clean your tires? I'd recommend cleaning them last, yes. Uh, it, It definitely does help condition them and keep them the rubber bit on them for longer but um and of course it makes it look really really good but they there's a multitude of tire products out there for cleaning the tires and i recommend using a separate brush or separate 
washcloth from what you use for the rest of the car because your tires are a lot dirtier than the rest of your your vehicle usually is and you don't want to scratch the paint and be using the same thing that you used on the tires on your paint job so scrub them separately with the scrub brush and then use something that'll give them that good looking wet shine that you see on a freshly clean car and you're good to go they don't have white walls anymore that's like a they, old, old they thing, do, do they? but you don't really see, you definitely don't see them on everyday cars, but you see them at car shows mm. and that sort of thing. Okay. And, uh, and they look good on the, the cars that they do it on. But yeah, you definitely don't see that on your everyday vehicles these days. Here's my pet peeve. Let's hear, let's, hear, let's get Liz on a rant. I know it's all fancy pants to have, what do you call them, the alum wheels um, rather than having hubcaps or wheel covers. But if you if you can see right through the, the tire, the wheels, then that brake dust gets everywhere. If you've got a wheel cover on, I guess that's on cheaper kind of car wheels you can't see the wheel dust but and that that wheel dust yeah sure if you're if you clean that with some good elbow grease or you clean it every week that gets it off but that that wheel dust is so hard to get off how about cleaning the 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 wheels and those whatever you call it Yeah, yeah. You have to keep on top of it to keep it from staining. And once it stains, it is very, very difficult to get off. And in fact, I, I'm not really sure I, I, there's a product that you can use to get it, get it off. You you have to refinish them. Uh, and there's tire places that there's rim places that do that that refinish wheels and and um, that's a separate specialty area of its own. The, I have a friend that works at one, and they do, like, when you bend your rim, they'll fix that, but they'll refinish them, too, or change the color and that sort of thing and clean them up. But um, the other than that, you just you have to rotate your tires on time and then keep them clean to keep that stuff from building up on it. And it is. It's, it's gross, and it looks awful once it's on there. Well, now I, I, I'm so glad you said that because now that's just something I'm going to let go of. My 2006 van, that <laughs> the wheels look so bad. I'm just going to let go and uh, release myself from trying to scrub that business off. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's, we've, let's take one call before our break. We're going to go to Mike, who's called in from Louisiana. Mike, thank you so much for being part of AutoCorrect today. Go ahead. Mike, thanks for calling AutoCorrect. Uh-oh. We've oh. lost Mike. Okay. Well, then let's uh, let's see if uh, uh, Craig. Hang on a second. Let's see if Craig from Biloxi would like to speak with us. Craig, how are you doing today? Thanks for calling into AutoCorrect. Uh, I'm doing good. <clears throat> the sun is shining finally. Uh, I was wondering if what kind of electric electric brains that race cars use, and if they're programmable, and uh, if there are any aftermarket electric brains. Well, uh, we seem to have uh, lost Craig. Our email address where you can send your questions is auto at 
mpbonline.org. We're talking about cleaning your car, spring cleaning, COVID cleaning your car, and taking your car repair questions. We're also going to talk about what's an unreliable car not to buy. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Hi, I'm Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing a doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you have downloaded our app for your smartphone. Java Chapman was just saying that that is his very favorite way to listen to MPB programs, the MPB Public Media app. So in addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can also click support and make a contribution because, wow, we really rely on contributions, oh, you know, to purchase our national programming and, goodness, just to keep the lights on around here. So thank you for your contributions for to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Consumer Reports has a list of vehicles that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on subscriber responses to their auto annual survey. Today, we're going to caution you about the Volkswagen Passat, the 2002, 2003, and then the 2013 and 14 for some engine problems. Yeah, now, you know, Allison, uh, we've mentioned before you know, why is it that one model year of a car uh, might have be, you know, have some little persnickety problems? It may be that they're trying out something different and it ends up being that that was a little bit of a problem area. So they switched it up the next year and and then you have this one out that that does have a problem and it's not enough to call the recall but it's enough to be annoying and get on our bad, bad list. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, Bobo on the on the on the line might have had a had a bad day and put so- that socket too. A yeah, in, they call in them, uh, wrong place. Is it a Monday or a Friday car? <laughs> it's a, kind of the running joke about some vehicles. Oh, and that. then, you know, you want a Wednesday car. Oh, that's funny. Say. That's very funny. I hadn't heard that. I like that. So please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car. Suggests Consumer Reports. And Allison and I are always liking to look at carcomplaints.com because that's another resource for unreliable car lists or just to find out what's uh, other people are saying about a car brand. But if you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI. 
a public radio station in Indianapolis. He's reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for 25 years. His review this week is on the 2020 Nissan Sentra. We're talking about spring cleaning, but uh, let's go to Craig in Biloxi. Now, Craig, you had a question about what kind of computer is uh, the brains behind race cars. Tell us, uh, give us a little more about that question. Yes, uh, good morning. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering if they are reprogrammable or if, or if any of these standard ones are reprogrammable for automobiles and if there are aftermarket uh, brain boxes that are available for street use or, or you, off-road. And did you say for electric vehicles? No, for, for a regular automobile. Any, the, uh, any vehicle? Not all cars is it available, but for your tuner cars and more of your sports cars, there's usually companies who can take your computer and put in a new chip and reprogram it and tune it. Or you can buy aftermarket tuners that you or chips that you add to your vehicle's computer and it changes it up a little bit. So there are some options for that on on manipulating the computer on your vehicle, the brain, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It just depends and, on the vehicle you have because not, they're not available for every vehicle out there, but they are available for your more, pretty much all your sports cars. Okay, and I have trouble finding electrical schematics for cars to do basic wiring tracing. Are, are they really easy to find or you, do you have to have nowhere to go well usually um, you can find a forum that will be for your specific car and they have downloadable schematics that they share with each other and you can download them on there from the factory service manual and that's your best source for the electrical schematics for a vehicle is the factory service manual if you can't find it like that, you may can go on eBay or Amazon and purchase a factory service manual for your vehicle that will have the electrical schematics in okay. in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had I had one that was six feet long for a, a '91 Ford truck. The, the schematic I, I got one from the dealer. Yep. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I did want to say there are a lot of tuner tuner capabilities for trucks out there for performance, for pulling, and for performance on trucks in addition to sports cars. Okay. Yeah, there. I remember one years ago they had one that would make black smoke come out of a diesel, and, and that was yep. all. Yep. You know, yep. I've heard illegal, of that. But mm-hmm. it was, yeah. Okay, I'm going back to the radio and the coffee. Thanks, Craig. We appreciate you calling in. Allison, I just I just love that you have all this magic wizardry experience and knowledge. Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. All right. Let's go to the phones and talk to Renee, Renee, who's calling from Utica. Renee, thank you so much for calling into AutoCorrect. Go ahead. All right. I would like to know, with cooling, does the lever should stay at medium if you do not have a leak? I'm sorry. Say that one more time, Renee. Okay. With the cooling, 
should it stay at medium level when you don't have a leak? Uh, like mine is not the maintenance is not due until like one hundred and fifty thousand miles. And I'm thinking it I probably have stay, a leak. I think you're talking about an operating temperature on the dash. It the level on the dashboard. Temperature. If, you, if it leaks too much, then it's going to overheat and go hotter than that. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about the level? The level in your tank, like, should it stay at medium at least? If it doesn't have Yeah, it should, be between, it should be, you should have it at the full line for for where to fill it up at. You want it at the full line. If it has a leak, of course, it's going to go down uh, from that for sure. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We're glad uh, to be of help, Renee. Thank you for calling in. If you have a question about your car, Allison is a wizard (laughs) as an ASE certified mechanic, and she's answering your questions. We're talking about some spring cleaning today. Uh, We've talked about the tires and the wheels in a little bit. Now the glass, because it's not just glass glass. Um, Is the tinting on your glass? If you have tinting, is that inside the glass? Is it outside the glass? Is it on the inside of the the, the compartment of the car? Where is the tinting? If you have that, it's on the inside of the glass. Uh, so that's where they apply it to, and then you clean it just like you do the windshield with uh, windshield washer cleaner. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, now let's talk about the paint, the paint on the outside. You want to make sure you don't harm your paint. Talk to us about cleaning the, the main body part of your car. That can get very elaborate if you want to. Um, I'm going to go over just a basic, quick kind of a rundown. Um, you can use a pressure washer to initially knock off as much junk as you can or high pressure water hose you don't want to have the pressure washer turned up real high you want it on the lowest setting because it is your car and you don't want to mess up the clear coat but to knock off all the initial debris as much as you can and then you want to soap it up really 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 good there's actually a foam soaper that you can use and purchase for your car if you want to get really into it and you can foam it down and let it sit there and soak and that's kind of like they have at the car washes where they have the foam option where you foam foam your car and, and, and put that thick layer of foam on there and that'll take off a lot of the debris and eat that off and you want to just let it soak with that and if you don't have the foam access use the actual car cleaner from the auto parts store don't use dawn dish liquid Uh, don't use any kind of dish liquid um that'll dull your paint over time so you don't want to use that you want to use stuff formulated for your car and foam it up as much as you can get as much bubbles on there as you can and let it sit uh for just a little bit and eat up all the rest of the dirt that you can then rinse that off again uh, with a pressure washer or hose and then if you have the time and you want to do this you can use a clay bar 
and rub it down and get the rest of the debris out of your paint job. And that's labor intensive. It takes some elbow grease to do. And it's literally, it's a little bitty clay bar the size of a bar of soap. And you can imagine doing that all over your car. It takes time. But that's another step that you can add if you really want to get into it. And then if not, if you don't want to clay bar it, well, then you're pretty much done and you can dry it off. And you want to use a microfiber towel to dry it off or a chamoy towel to dry it off. What I like to do to dry off my vehicle, just a little tip out there, and it's, it's cheating, it's totally cheating, is just to drive down the highway at highway speeds for about five minutes. And it dries off most of the excess water that you get on your car from car washing it. And after that, you if you have the time and are able to, you can fully wax your car. But if you don't have the time to do that or the knowledge to do that, there are sprays that are called quick waxes and you can spray it on your car and rub it in and that'll give your car a lot of protection. So if you don't have time for a full wax job, you can use a quick wax and I absolutely love it. It makes your car feel silky and it's, if you don't have time to fully wax your car and if you have time to, to fully wax your car, that's awesome. Uh, also wax your windshield because it acts as a Rain-X type um, sub, uh, material the same as, you know, we, that's Rain-X that you put on your car to make it beat up. And waxing the windshield can do the same effect and even a little better than some of the products out there to make rain beat up and, and drain down your windshield. So that's kind of a quick run-through of how to wash your car. My mama uh, always likes to make sure after you clean your bathtub super good, well, the bathtub surround, now not the tub, but after you clean the grout or whatever, the tile around the bathtub, clean it extra good, and then put car wax there. Now, not in the tub, are you going to slip and fall, but uh, putting that on the tile around the shower uh, helps protect it and helps the water bead up. Um, and she always suggests doing that, and I never remember to. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, I like that. Okay, I've never heard that before. We have been discussing spring cleaning and taking your repair questions. Remember, you can always send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. What's in the news? I'll tell you in just a bit. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. This is AutoCorrect. If you have missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show at AutoCorrect.com dot mpbonline.org 
And hey, stay tuned after the show at 11 a.m. We've got Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. Now, in the news, Allison, I just, uh, some people, some people drive me crazy. The California Highway Patrol claims it's ticketing almost twice as many motorists for speeding on the interstates since the start of the stay-at-home order compared to the prior year when there was no stay-at-home order. So I guess these folks in California are thinking that, hey, there aren't as many cars on the road. I'll just go twice as fast. And uh, the, the they're getting ticketed for that. Well, <laughs> I, can't, I, I can see where they're coming from. It's like freedom because usually the roads are, as everyone knows, around the world and California are some of the most congested roads. <laughs> I used to live out there, and so I've seen it. These 10 rows of cars, 10 lanes of cars completely packed for as far as your eye can see. It's, it's truly amazing. Uh, so I guess they're feeling that sense of freedom after being clogged up and congested so much, and they're taking taking it too far and driving fast. So hopefully they slow it down, and uh, maybe uh, they put that information out there, and it slows people down because speed does kill. That's I, right. I used to speed, and you know, and then I grew up and realized that. It's uh, very, very dangerous, so I, I try not to speed these days. And In fact, I, as a daily driver, I drive a very slow a Prius, Toyota Prius, that keeps me in check. You can't really drive it fast, so... Well, we good, good. We like that tip for the kids. Uh, I'm Liz Gill. I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified, and we have a call. Let's go to Aaron, who's called in from Jackson. Aaron, thank you so much for calling into AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question? All right, I have a 2011 Chevrolet Impala, and here it is. Uh, the console is totally black. Uh, everything is not lit up, but you know, but everything's worked though. I can I can hit the cruise, and I know it's cruising, and uh, I just and what I have to do is I have to uh, uh, take one of the posts off the battery, and and then put it back on for the console to light up. I can see you know the mileage and everything. So what's the problem there? And then it eventually goes back out again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like it, I might, it might run the whole day, and then overnight, when I get ready to go in the morning, it it, it went back, shut shut down. So what's going on? Huh? Wow. Uh, it sounds like you may need a new display. Something in it is acting up, and that's a whole unit in itself. Uh-huh. Um. So without checking it out further, that's my guess. Chevy has had problems with their their units, their their gauges, the instrument cluster before. Uh-huh. And uh, there was actually a guy in Jackson, Mississippi, he used to post on Craigslist of rebuilding Chevrolet clusters. And I don't know if that applied to your car or not, but he had his own business just off of rebuilding Chevrolet clusters. Oh, yeah, clusters. Uh, instrument clusters. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they their uh, problem area... Um, without looking into it any further or knowing more about it on over the phone, I would um, maybe look at Google the problem 
and see if you can see if other what other people have done to fix this problem and see if it needed a new instrument cluster or there was um, something else acting up but at, from what it sounds like that you need a new instrument cluster instrument cluster. is that expensive uh, it depends on how it is in your car. It, it may not be. It could be where you just take that one out with a couple of screws and okay. replace it with a new instrument cluster. Um, I don't think it's exorbitantly expensive, and I think it's something that you make and do yourself also. So I'd look into that and see about that and just Google the same problem that, and, and ask the same question that you asked us on air and see if you can find some more information about it. There's a, a wealth of knowledge usually about common problems on cars that you yeah. can find on the internet that can kind of help point you in the direction of what's actually going on with your vehicle yeah. and what people have already done to fix it. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Aaron, we appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Um, Allison, you know, cleaning the cars, I, you and I don't have the, the kiddos in the uh, car seats, and I'm so glad. that That is one thing that is a, a major uh, source of uh, filth and <laughs> crumbs and things inside a car. Oh, I, I have a nephew that rides occasionally in my car, and, it, and uh, I noticed last time that he left some, some dirt in there, and... <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm, I'm laughing as it, it, it drives me crazy because <laughs> I had just cleaned my car, but I didn't say anything about it or anything. It's my my sister had borrowed my car and, and he rode with her and I, and I don't mind, um, but I do mind. Well, and, I, it, and, and so, yeah, I'm glad that I don't have kids, to be honest, because I'd probably be a little bit fanatical about getting my car dirty. And, uh, and when my sister's kids, when uh, she had some older kids, and when they were younger, they were not allowed to have anything but water in my car. There's absolutely no snacks, no eating, no juices, anything that could stay in the car. I was very strict about that and managed to keep my car a bit cleaner than average for someone who occasionally had children in their car. Well, <laughs> even, even adults, you know, a lot of people uh, commute to work or have long drives uh, to work. And with uh, to now, with all the only places you can eat are takeouts, so we're going to need to remind folks to keep a garbage bag in your car to get all the takeaway containers. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like to remind my kids, I, you know, I heard you hear a story one time and sometimes it sticks with you. My sister-in-law, uh, before she was my sister-in-law, was renting an apartment or going to see an apartment to rent and the or a house to rent. And the lady walked her to her car after touring the house and the lady kind of peeked in her car and she said, you know, before I rent my house to anybody, I check to see how they treat the inside of their car because I don't think they're going to treat my house any better than the inside of your car. So that's something to think about on how you treat your car. I like that. That's going to wrap us up today for AutoCorrect. Allison, I'll see you next week, okay? Sounds good. We're going to thank Michelle McAdoo and Java Chapman for helping us out this week. So for Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, either as Allison Walker or The Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Liz Gill. 
Please join us each Thursday for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 